Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did too. We're not going to be able to do this. That is delayed. I'm just going to remove that. Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, May 19th. This looks like the more important issues of old. What is up, everybody? We are live inside of the Raby household. I'm fired up to do. We haven't done it. How did you get in my house? Dude, the, they, the dogs let me in. They love me. They love their uncle coach. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. This is our first live episode. If you if you take away football season, this is our first one, and I, I can't remember how long. Is that a shot at the Florida announcer? If you take away all of Tennessee, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah that, sure um, that that's fine with me um, yeah it, it's uh, I'm excited I text Landon and I said hey I'm I'm in Knoxville and I can I can be there. I was shocked. I was shocked. You said yes. I I, I stink. Um, I look bad. I, I didn't think you'd want neighbors seeing me come in here. So I, I'm fired up. We've got a great series. And so what you're saying is you're ruining my property. Oh well, I'm helping your property. I'm helping you out in terms of. I mean, you don't you don't want to pay taxes like that. You don't want the assessor to come out. Uh, so I'm helping you out. So if the assessor sees me walk in, you're 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 good. Sure. Absolutely, anytime. Um, it's a it's a great day. We've got a series in Starkville. I'm. It's football season. I think it's football season. Uh, Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher have me just all sorts of riled up. We're going to – I told Landon, I think that's going to be tangent material. So I'm just going to – like, I think each of us should just say one statement about it. Not a Jimbo Fisher statement where he interrupts questions while he's doing it. He just continues <laughs> to just ramble on. Right. <laughs> right. Just a Buzz Peterson type statement. Yeah. I mean, maybe not as long as Buzz is where we cry and read off the paper, but a statement about it. So we'll address that for sure. Um, but we will come back Sunday because I, I think it's a tan- I think it's tangent material. Yeah, it's no longer like a no text back. It's just like Jimbo <laughs> Fisher just not answering questions. I think that's a power move. I would also like I would kind of want to hear what Nick Saban would have to say. Like, is th- he apologetic? Do you think he left a voicemail? He does seem like the age I would do it, but he probably. I, I, that's true. I, does Jimbo? He's, he probably didn't even call. It. Jimbo, Jimbo probably doesn't even have a voicemail set up because he doesn't know how to. <laughs> um, but of course, we're and we're previewing, we're previewing Mississippi State. I can't, I can't wait to do that. I, I'm feeling. Do we have the broom in here? No broom in here. I'm feeling, I'm feeling maybe sweet material. No matter what the haters say, um, that. that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't rely on it. Right. It can't be a fallback plan. So I understand that. Um, and then some exciting, some exciting recruiting news. Of course, um, we'll talk. This might be tangent material too, so we may have to be careful. We may have to talk more about it on Sunday as far as the 
the change in 2023 schedule. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. And then um, some more NCAA rule changes that I think benefit. Like, I mean, I think it benefits all college football teams, but I think it benefits Tennessee right now. Yeah. It could really benefit it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. For sure. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. We've got it pulled up here um, or statements or comments or what it concerns. Um, just let us know. We, we accept them all. Um, let, let's, let's start Mississippi state. It's, uh, Apparently had to bust down to Starkville. Um, their airport, I guess, isn't big enough to land a plane is what everyone replied to Houston Crest about. So, which I don't know if, I, if I'm a Mississippi State fan, I don't know if I'm proud of that. Like some of them were like, oh, where are you going to land a plane in Starkville? I, I don't think I would make that statement. Well, and like, how do you get recruits there? That's it. Have on, <laughs> have on bus? I, uh, yeah. Hey, we're going to have to fly you to Ole Miss first yeah. and, and then we'll get, we'll get you down here. Uh, I guess I I don't know I that that's a good point I didn't even think about um yeah that's it's embarrassing but um hey more time for the Tony and the boys to bond maybe you know they think they're gonna get them on um you know sore sore legs little not maybe um maybe they definitely did while driving through Alabama right to remind them like hey this song is not even close to about you I was thinking in my mind I'm like that's that's been a while ago, but we forget Luke Lucy is Kevin <laughs> Russell's been here for ten years. I mean, they were on the team when the song was released. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when when Alabama they were in the room when Alabama wrote it. They were. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, people forget. People forget they were there. Um, yeah, no, I think it's gonna be a, a good weekend. And, and Mississippi State's a great place to you talk about some of like the best venues in college baseball and, and college sports. Playing in um uh Doodley Doodley? Okay, I think it's Doodley uh, Noble Field. Uh, it's a great college venue, a great baseball venue in general. So it's going to be a, a good weekend as far as just baseball goes. I think it, too, is just a – it's a great matchup for a lot of reasons. You have Mississippi State trying to get to Hoover. You have Tennessee trying to finish a year strong, securing your number one overall seed. Like, that. that's if, – if Tennessee can, can get a series win here, it's going to take a lot in Hoover and then a lot from, like, an Oregon State um to for the team that's just being thrown out there as the number one they'd have to like go and win the pac 12 tournament at that point to to take over the like it would it would take that so this series does have a lot on the line for both teams in, in that regard obviously not as big as tennessee if they don't get the number one seed that would suck but it just is what it is and a lot of a lot of fans would say well a number one seed hadn't won since 1999 so you know whatever but i want a number one seed i don't know about you Oh yeah, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. But uh, you, you want to host super regional, so you want to be a national. Seat. And if you're not in the top eight, yeah, you want to be. Top that's eight. that's committee shaft. Like that's a worse shafting than what A and M got oh, in the NCAA tournament. So yeah, no, I I, I mean, it, but it does put a lot. It makes the series interesting that you have both those storylines happening. So I, I'm excited for that one. Um, you get Dolander on Thursday night, which it, it's it, it's I would like to pick Tony's brain about the comment he made when they said, who are your starters this weekend? He said, we know it's Dolander for sure. I don't know if I would have – not that – I mean, Dolander's been great. That just seems like an interesting one to be like, that is the guy we're 100% starting. And maybe it had to do with, like, him coming back from injury and they want to get him ready, stuff like that. It's just it's just interesting to me. I'd be curious the reasons why, but you do get him on Thursday night. Yeah, switch it up a little bit, see what happens. Um, you know, you switch it up this past weekend. You won the season. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> You switched it up big time this weekend. Right, yeah. Um, and, and getting Drew Bean back, I think 
you know, maybe it just seemed like I know they didn't have a fantastic fantastic outing um, against. It's been so long. Who did we play last week? Uh, that was Georgia last week. Georgia. I didn't know where you're going with that. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a fantastic outing in, in out of the bullpen, but I think it pretty much solidified. Hey, he needs to be a star. Yeah, and he's statistically the best one on your roster, so it's hard to deny him a spot ever. And then it gets even crazier that Ben Joyce comes in and starts really well. Right, it gets wilder. So that's that kind of it goes into why it's interesting that it's Dolan. Well, I had to. I, I felt awkward sitting up in this. You put me in the casting couch. So I had to. I had to get comfortable. Um, so actually, I put myself in the casting couch. I wanted to sit back, but yeah, it's um, that, that's why I find it interesting because you have Drew Beam, who's been statistically your best. You have Chase Burns, a number one or number one first round draft pick. You have Blade Tidwell, All American, probably first round draft pick. You have Ben Joyce, who just had a phenomenal outing, throws gas. I mean, it, that, nothing against Chase Dolan. He's been phenomenal. It, it was just I would be interested to find out those comments, like why that was the comment. That's all. Yeah. Also, I'm going to apologize. You might hear some feedback here. I'm going to put this down. I've got a peach tea I need to open, so I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to everybody listening. <laughs> open that thing up. Awesome. Also, Weigel's. Um, I'm sorry I'm not drinking a Weigel's peach tea. Your is way better than Lipton's, but hey, you, you, all don't, <laughs> you all don't sell them by the case. So, uh, Evan Russell, give me a case, and I, I'm in. I'm excited for them to, to go back on the road. I feel like, you know, this is like you get you get a homecoming. Like you, you get this week, you get Hoover, and then you come back home. And I just feel like it's just going to be a different atmosphere. You get two weeks yeah. off from from being uh, in Lindsey Nelson, and then, you know, you're just fired up to be back in it for regional. And I think that's golden. Oh, for sure. Um, and I know this team's probably ready to get back, especially after the scene. You had last week, especially or last year. And then Alabama, whoa, 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 whoa! Stark Vegas. Yeah, Stark. Like, why? I get that. It's like it's usually like you know you have some people who call it Knox Vegas and Nash Vegas and all that. They lean in hard to the Stark Vegas. Do you think they see the irony that it is probably the polar opposite of Las Vegas? You can't even fly into it. That's that's true. <laughs> and you, I mean, you can fly into Las Vegas from anywhere in the world now. Allegiance, like we're gonna put people from freaking Juneau, Alaska in Las Vegas. Allegiant is bought into the idea. There's so no way they well, I actually so I watched um a video, uh I don't remember the exact name. It's that George Keel guy who does tours. Mm-hmm. And I watched because I you know they have a great they have a great stadium. Um, I mean it's phenomenal. And I then like one of the suggested was a recruiting visit. Their recruit that they brought in, their recruits stayed at the La Quinta. Yeah, so that's uh, listen, I've stayed in the La Quinta. If you send me there on a recruiting visit, I, I ain't coming to your school. I don't care if you're my only offer. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Um, it helps they win. I'll give them that. It helps they win, which I mean, you know, going back into Nick Saban. Well, I'm talking about football too that's true that's true <laughs> who have they landed though i mean their best player was like a two-star coming out of high school that in dak prescott so i mean what, what are they getting their best their best recruits probably mike leach i think people should be shocked he came to mississippi state for a lot of reasons not just that it's mississippi state no no um remind me of the so it's dolander is it burns then beam yeah. I love that. I love having Beam on Sunday because I want to – or Saturday now, excuse me. I, I love – Beam just feels like the sweet machine, right? 
He's the broom. That's true. That's true. That's I call him Chase all the time. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I he is uh he's the he's the street sweeper man. He's the guy that comes in late at night and and you, your car better not be parallel parked. He's gonna clean it up. So I, I, I hope that uh you know the, I hope the Vols get it done Thursday and Friday because I'm pretty tonight. We're this is a pregame show. I hope everybody's in here. Um college game day coming to Landon's house. Um I I hope I hope they get it done because uh Drew Means gonna get it done. I'll, I'll say that right now. Yeah. I like what Dylan always says on the on the uh the bat flip. It's like and he's the best he's the best pitcher on this in this staff until you prove me wrong. So he's gonna win until you prove me wrong. Um, and Dolander's undefeated on the year. God, I love that. And I just the only loss is when he came out of the bullpen. What I, yeah, <laughs> what I love about Dolander is you can't. It, it just cracks because he doesn't have. And I mean, I guess Drew's kind of the same way, but like he doesn't have the Ben Joyce. He doesn't have quite the velo. Right, well, I'm just saying, and I mean, even quite the velo is Chase Burns. Like he's not like a just turn your head kind of guy. Like the scouts aren't just probably scribbling at their clipboard because they use clipboards for some reason still but he, you can't touch his pitches yeah. like i mean he strikes guys out he's just filthy. filthy and when you do when you do touch his pitches you get a lucky freaking ball back to the mound that takes him out for the game yeah then you get this kind of beat up mississippi state team who when they lost landon landon sims um great name by the way <laughs> um i mean they're they just landon or sims landon. okay all right um uh, they just kind of folded um their pitching staff's terrible. I mean, not to be, not to like look past an opponent, but they're terrible. I think, what is their ER? 6.88 ERA. Yikes. I like the idea of that, though. I mean, Tennessee Jordan Beck. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, who scores six runs on Tennessee? Um, I mean, maybe Auburn. Uh, maybe Auburn. I, Alabama hit well. So, like, if, I think if you, I'll put Alabama in that. I know they didn't and they had three opportunities, but like, I'd put them in that category that they could, I think. So two seven, two seven runs, I feel comfortable. Right, and, and I, you know, I'll say even, uh, I'd even yes, no, I agree with that. Mississippi State, I will say this: Mississippi State was down, I think, four to one at one point to Northern Alabama. Is that their Tuesday opponent? I think they're down four to one. So to go out and get, th- I mean, I know it's Northern Alabama. Go out and get thirteen unscored, like that's unanswered. That's that's pretty solid. Yeah, and they're on a nine-game losing streak until then. Yeah, they got that that win. They are winless in the SEC in their last last eight games. Swept by AM. <laughs> Missouri's bad. Missouri's not a team that could score six runs on Tennessee. I'll put one more team in that category that I think, because like you said, it's not going to happen often. In the SEC, I think Vanderbilt on the right night probably could. They just they typically run the base as well. So, like, get guys on, get them in the right situation like you may. So, I think I put Vanderbilt in that category. They can hit. RJ Yeager, Hunter Hines. They can't do much defensively, but they can hit. Cameron James, I think, is, is the right. other guy. That's pretty good. Um, I think they're around second in home runs. But isn't that the matchup you want if you're Tennessee? Because, like, that's not going to beat you. Right. It, Especially it's, with how huge their ball is. Yeah. It's the, it's the guys with the pitching staff with the bullpen that you fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R.J. Yeager, he's batting three fifty four. Um, I think he leads him in home runs of, like, 17, I think. Hunter Hines is a true freshman. He's really good. Um, but I mentioned their pitching. It, it's abysmal. I mean, you look at their matchups, I don't think anybody's below four. Yeah, no, it's it's not they're not good. I know you meant so how many how many pitchers did they lose? I know they 
I know you mentioned. Yeah, they lost a couple out of the bullpen. Landon Sims was the headliner. Um, I mean, they lost like three or four early in the year. It's a, it's a pretty hefty list, and I, I think it's – you know, you look back, and, and Tennessee kind of had those same issues where it didn't really affect us any because of the depth. Of right, that. right. You lost Blake Tidwell. You lost Oander for a little bit. It, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter, and, and the, the best part about it is we talked about three – Four, sorry, four legitimate starters that you have on this roster. You add a fifth in Ben Joyce. And then in the postseason, you get Xander Seacrest. Yep. <laughs> Just an embarrassment of riches that we have here in, in Knoxville. Um, it's... Look at <laughs> I mean, we pitched everybody. Yeah. After after Xander pitched his, his three innings, just down the, I like down what, the line. I like what Callum said. We're going to give Ethan Smith the save. <laughs> I know that I know it's not a save. We're gonna give it to him. Right. He deserves it. I like that. That's another guy that you know. Ever, I mean, everyone expects him to be in the mix. Like, he's a really good pitcher coming from Vanderbilt. Like you expect him to be there, and he just gets buried in this just plethora of depth. Yeah, I mean, you were you're pitching guys that like a casual fan had no clue who else was pitching after Xander Seacrest. Yeah. Yeah. After that, they're like, who the? Well, there was uh, – yeah, I know. It was – I mean, there was some guy – I think they were pulling people out of the stands at one point. <laughs> uh, I think they were. I, I was convinced. Um, yeah, I, I like somebody tweeted it. They should start getting some pinch hitters from from behind home plate, MVP section. Um, I like that idea. I think they should have done that on Tuesday night. Round out senior day. <laughs> I think you would have gotten a hit on that staff. They struggled. Belmont struggled. They did. And Belmont's a really good team. We talked about it. Um, I think me and you talked about it. We said, I mean, Belmont could, like, they could win the OVC. the The only team, the only team besides an SEC team, or besides the number one team in the country and an SEC team to beat you was another OVC team, and they may not even win the conference. It's not they're not going to win the conference. It's going to be Belmont or, yeah, Southeast Missouri, yeah, which is sounds like a team that Alabama schedules first game of the year. And so Belmont's <laughs> probably going to be an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, we're peaking too. We're peaking way too early. This is just absurd. Seth Stevenson getting it done. I love what Vitello said about him. It's like he's shortened his swing tonight, and he's hitting the ball far, way farther than he ever has. (laughs) He just seems more comfortable. I guess I think he talked about it after the game, and it was just like him being that constant leadoff guy has gotten him comfortable in the swing and his approach. Well, and, and to have that thought, shorten the swing, make contact. Your job is to get on base. And not only that as a leadoff runner, Seth Stevenson's probably got the fastest 90 feet time on the on the team, more than likely. So not only is it your job as a leadoff runner, we need you on base. So, yeah, get, make contact, get comfortable, and the ball will fly if, if you get the right pitch. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, last week we were talking – Tony Vitello was talking about him, you know, hitting more ground balls, more line drives, and giving himself – giving his – Giving himself a chance to get on base, yeah. Other than just a pop, just a bunch of pop flies, but uh, you know, this week we're talking about he's we got a we got a we can't hear you, Landon. So oh. talk, talking to the mic, Billy. Um, I'm, I, I, you've got oh, you took it out too. You had the okay. Oh, did it go out completely? Let me. Uh, oh, this is going to be bad. I'm going to. You're out completely. All right, let me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm about to come up here to the soundboard. Probably should have put it closer, but um, that's that's where we're at. Getting anything? Mm, we're not. So we'll unplug. Try it again. What is going on? 
Are we going to switch that mic up to? See in the back. Check, check. Nothing. This is what happens when you have a producer. Dang it. We got another mic here, guys, and it's orange. That's the best part. Yeah, just throw that, throw that son of a out the window. You want me to toss it? I don't know what's happened here. I, was it working good before? Check, check. Do it again. Check, check. I mean, I lost you completely there. Here, you're the baseball guy. Let me let me switch mics. Let me switch mics for you. And Check, check. Okay. I'm in now. Um, but yeah, Tennessee's just got to take full advantage, um, full advantage of Mississippi State's bullpen. They're terrible. Uh, I think they gave up two big leads at Texas A&M last weekend and uh, ended up getting swept. So, not only is their starting pitching not great, their bullpen is even worse somehow, some way. Um. Yeah, just not the same defending national champion. And Dude, I think you're kind of fucked. That mic. This mic, mic went out too? It's, it's better. It's fine. You're good. Check, check. I got you. Okay. We're good? Keep going. Okay. You got it. Check, check. Um. Hey, what about Ortega's home run for more important issues? I hate that you're not – Bomb. Absolutely. It is. I, I don't know what's going on. My mic's working now. And we switched. I, I don't know what to do at this point. I'm sorry, guys. So both of them are working now? You're you're coming through my mic. Oh. Should we switch again? Maybe even when you're close. I don't know what's going on. Check, check. You might have to hold the mic. We might be in mad. It might be something. Does it have an off on? I don't think it does. No, and I think we've completely switched everything now. This is good podcasting. All right, let's see if you're really in that block. Maybe you have some check, check. Okay, all right, we're good. Let's, let's keep going. So it's we're working great, yeah, huge. Um. That was for us, and that was his furthest one of the season. So, no coincidence. Um, that had to be the farthest ball anyone's hit, right? I I think Blake Burke hit one, or maybe Jordan Beck hit one 450 feet. Gotcha. But it was close. I think it's second or third so far this season. Okay. And then Luke hit one over the damn scoreboard. Luke's was a – I feel like he only hits line drops. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I am just a bad luck, apparently. Right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what I did. This it's is working. better. That's, uh, that's all that matters, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Cool. Um, That's kind of all I got for Mississippi State. I'm excited for this weekend. Um, we got about – 34 minutes until uh, first pitch. Blake Burke is still in the lineup at DH. I think that's huge. Um, they are 
pitching a righty, so Luke will be um, batting second, and Ortega will be batting sixth. So, usually if there's a lefty, they kind of flip-flop. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't I don't hate it. I just – I really like Ortega in the two-hole. I, do too. I, I understand. I, do. I understand what why they're doing it. I just like Ortega. I do like Ortega in the two-hole. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, uh, yeah, Jonathan, I forgot the Clifford hat. Um. I'm sorry. My nephew gave me a Clifford hat to wear tonight. And I forgot it. Oh. So no Clifford hat. Big red dog guy. What about you? Yeah, I don't hate it. That's not like you don't love Clifford. You want? I don't. I don't remember the last time I actually watched Clifford or do you have even something seen Clifford? Do you have a Nick Saban type deal against Clifford? Oh, like you what? just need to wear it out right now. You want to get into that? We can't. We can, should we talk about the schedule change or that? Yeah, let's do the schedule change. This is a Tennessee podcast. I'm not talking about Nick Saban if I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. That, but I, I do. That, I do. It, I do, it, want, I do it, want to talk about it. It could be it. a longer, longer show. I get what you're saying. I do want to talk um, about. It. Yeah, neutral side. So I, thoughts on neutral side, well, just real quick. Okay, so neutral side games, I hate them. I hate but, not besides bowl games or a conference championship games. I think regular season games should be played on campus. I think campus is a big part of what makes college football great like what what not it separates it from the nfl it's a different game type environment the nfl is more like an entertainment type deal Mm -hmm. um and i know college football is getting into that but it still has the campus atmosphere yeah so now it's kind of is it's technically a ut home game but it's being played in nashville what i hate about it is i think i wouldn't have gone to provo i mean i would love gone to provo i didn't have plans to i probably wouldn't have gone I think a lot of fans were excited, and I think it's two classic college football programs matching up. So I think it's great. But it doesn't sound like Tennessee's all to blame, so I'm not ready to do that. I would have just rather played Virginia at home, home and home. Yeah, I agree. Um, It doesn't cause you to lose a home game, which I'm cool with. I would have been really mad if they (laughs) took away a home game and put it in Nashville. Well, if it's a Tennessee home game, I feel like we should get season – like season ticket holders should get Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. And and I I do think it'll be better. Like you said, you didn't have plans to go to Provo. I didn't either. So I probably will go to Nashville. I'll I'll be in Nashville. Yeah. It's a traveling to pro. Like I could wake up tomorrow and decide I'm going to Nashville. Right. It's way different. Um, You got to really make plans to get out to Provo. I I just think it would have been a great, great environment. Great time. It is what it is. I'm not upset about it. It's, I'm just sick of playing at Nissan Stadium. That, that's 100% true. I, and, and I think there is an aspect to it that helps Tennessee. So I think there is a benefit to going to Nashville, getting to play in front of some guys. I mean, Nashville's becoming a recruiting hotbed. It is. Mm-hmm. And so you do get to play close to some of those guys' homes. You get to play a, a true like home game for some of the guys on your roster. So I think there are some benefits for it to be in Tennessee. But those recruits aren't going to have the same experience they'd have in Neyland. Like, no recruits gone to a neutral – like, except maybe the world's largest cocktail party or maybe Bedlam. Um, no one's gone to the – is it Bedlam? Is that the Red River Rivalry? The Red River Red River Rivalry. No recruits gone to, like, a neutral site game at the Chick-fil-A kickoff bowl and been like, this is awesome. Like, this yeah. is – I want to go to the school now. So, I don't think you get that Nissan. I don't think – it's not a rivalry. Maybe if you establish one with a – you know, with Memphis or something – like maybe you get a little bit of that, but Tennessee, yeah, Virginia, who cares? I don't. I don't get the whole um, argument that it helps recruiting. No, it doesn't. I, I yeah, I, I don't think it because recruits can't even have contact with the coaches while they're like at a neutral site. 
Well, you, I, I don't know how it works with that. I know like the, if it, it, it is a home game. So, can't... so I think you do. So in the, in the world's largest cocktail party, the home team gets like recruiting rights, I guess. Okay. Maybe that's how it works, but, but that, that's probably why but, they, but what you said is it's not a recruit in, in Nashville would rather go see Tennessee play in, in Neyland than go see him play in Nissan stadium. Right. hundred percent. The pageantry, the tradition, 100%. all the tailgating. I mean, it's just it's just different. If they get to run out of the tee, I'll feel better. Yeah, a little bit. I'll feel better. Che- they better checkerboard the end zones. Oh, God, dude, I'm going to. Th- that's the thing the that music pisses city, me off. The Music City Bowl is the tackiest end zones it's of all crap. time. I could paint. Listen, pay me five bucks an hour. I'll come and paint your freaking end zone green. Before you paint, so I don't have to see the Titans bleeding through it and and the center field logo. Yeah, like your grounds crew is atrocious. I don't I don't see how. So the Music City Bowl was it the next? Did they have a home game the next day, or was it from the week before? So I think it. I don't think the music. I think the Music City Bowl was either on a Thursday or a Friday. It wasn't on Saturday, so they had some. They had time. Yeah. But I think it was that week. If you're gonna do it, make it look nice. Oh, hundred percent. You're, you're the like. Why would people want to go to your bowl if it says Music City in orange or whatever home team or whatever team's colors? Like, bowl, make bowl games special. They talk about how they want to give gifts and stuff and give the the players experiences. Well, give the fans experiences too because if fans stop buying tickets to your bowl games, and Tennessee fans are never gonna do that, so you do get the benefit of the doubt with Tennessee fans. Mm-hmm. But Purdue fans or Nebraska fans, whoever comes there, making it experience for them. Nebraska is probably the same as Tennessee. You probably get yeah good fans anyways, but make it an experience for them. I don't. There's not a. You could pull every single Tennessee fan, and if you ask if they, I'm just going um, pick off Belt Bowl. If you just tell them Tennessee painted in the end zone or Music City Bowl in orange, a hundred out of a hundred are going to say Tennessee. Yeah, hundred out of a hundred. It's not hard, guys. Right and. and- I heard this the other day. Is this a kind of a sorry game because you are for for the mid state fans because you are playing that first game this year on a Thursday? <laughs> I bet. just don't play it on a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> if that if that. that's real, um, I don't it, know it's who said not, that. Maybe yeah. it, maybe you can. You can spin it that way. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, good solid spin zone. Whoever floated that idea out there. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, I think it does. Is, is this an Arch versus Nico matchup? Two true freshmen? You think Arch is Virginia? Nah. Um, so know. his only connection to Virginia is his mom, right? Mom went there, or aunt went there, right? Well, and Tony Elliott is there. Oh, okay. Now, so yeah, he's right, at Clemson. Fair. So I, I think there is. Fair. I don't know. Relationship. I, I, I got to see it to believe it that he's going to. Virginia, <laughs> yeah, for but. sure. That is one of those things I will never believe until it happens. Right. He could sign an NLI, and I'm not believing it. Which until... is probably what people said about Tennessee and Nico a couple months ago. And <laughs> I was probably one of them. And some people are probably still thinking until he's on campus. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm holding my breath. Um, yeah, you know. Nico's first game in, in Nashville. See, that would piss me off about Nico. Yeah, he, he's already played at Lipscomb Academy. Let's go play there. <laughs> Well, this gonna have better facilities, they better locker do. rooms for sure. Definitely better field. <laughs> yeah, that that field is not great. I'm shocked they could play soccer adequately on there. Um, yeah, it's uh, whatever. I mean, I'm like I'm with you. Like I'm gonna be there. It's just like I'd rather be in Neyland. Yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. 
if it is a home game i'm glad it's in nashville and not in like charlotte or in atlanta oh yeah so sure. i'll say that I yeah it, it's better that it's in your state because it does I but think, i would kind of rather like yeah it would be a home home but i would kind of rather just go to virginia yeah i'd rather go to virginia in 2023 and then turn around like 2027 and play in, in Neyland than yeah. play in nashville i do think there is a a level like i'll speak for the fans in memphis jackson in nashville there are going to be fans that have never been in Neyland that'll be there so like that's cool i guess yeah, you need to go to we, Neyland. <laughs> I agree. It's just, I mean, to drive from, like, you've got to make a, to talk about going to Provo, you've got to plan your trip if you're driving from Memphis. That's seven hours. Like, it's not just, like, even me in Johnson City, like, that's not, I can wait. I've done it. I did it a few times this year. I, I drove in on Saturday morning. Yeah. It's not the same. So, it's, you know, we're, we are blessed to, to grow up here in the, God's country and be <laughs> this close to Neyland. So, I, you know, I'll say that for the mid-state. Hop and a skip. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that for the mid-state. We went blank here. I don't even know if people can still um video dot on us. Is it going now? Yeah, it's we good. Going. All right, cool. Um oh, maybe not. Maybe it's not. No, it's it is now. It is now. It was frozen. It was frozen. Um yeah, no, I think it's uh I'm not as upset as some people, but I, I'm more upset that college football is so neutral site happy like so die hard when it comes to neutral sites i'm yeah. looking at the the picture right now of of neilan that um can't remember his name that sent to us and it's fantastic i mean that's just you're never gonna get anything like that from nissan when you get put broadway in the background oh yeah <laughs> the nfl giraffe if they put santa's pub i'm in um <laughs> no I, i'm whatever i mean we'll make a weekend of it i've got we've got we've got dylan in nashville by that point so yeah. he'll have to let us well, I'm gonna sleep in his bed if he doesn't want me to sleep with me. I'll just sleep on the couch. But I already, I already told him that we're coming. I didn't even tell him. I just assumed okay. he knew. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, this is happening. Uh, as soon as they announced it, I was like, hey man, I'll, I'll see you in 2023 in Nashville. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, first games in Nashville, so I'll see. Uh, I'll see you then, no yeah. worries. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's cool. Like whatever. Um, I'm not gonna pay a lot of money for the hotel room and. Yeah, cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you, though, home and home. You know how I feel about it. I, I I just tangented again. We tried not to go on a Nick Saban tangent, but instead it was a neutral side tangent. Yeah. Please well, please never play in a kickoff game ever again. But, but let's get some, um, you know, maybe kind of spin it this way, too. Tony Elliott turned Tennessee down, apparently. So there's that. Maybe Hypo gets a little, Did we... little suck on that. Obviously, we haven't seen Tony Elliott at Virginia. Did we benefit from that? I would say as of now, I'd say yes. Okay. I, you know, and I'm, I'm still very, I, I, I'm excited for Hypel, but I'm still neutral. Like I'm, or not neutral. Neutral is not the right word. I'm in his corner, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm patiently waiting. I'm keeping him humble. I'm yeah. the guy in the, in the, there's, there's hype men in the corner and then there's guys that make sure, you know, they're working all the time and keep them. I'm the humble guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think this is a big year for him, not to say like it's a make or break year for him. But I definitely think you can maybe turn some heads that you haven't already turned. I think this is a make or break year in the sense of if you don't have a solid year. And I think there's a there's a there's room in between like great and good for solid. I don't think you have to be great, but I think you have to be solid to keep this recruiting class together. Yeah, I agree. With so that. I think that I think you do have I think you have to have a solid year, which it would in turn could make this a break make or break year. Okay. But I don't think this is like win ten games or go home. Right now, I I still think this is this team's probably a win ten regular seasons. I think you 
need to try to get to 10 with your with bowl your game. bowl game. Yeah. I, I think agree that's that. probably where your line is. I need to really look at the schedule and iron it out. I know LSU being your I think those first your West those first couple games when you look at Pitt yeah. and Florida, if you win those games, I think it sets up nicely. If you lose some of those games, yeah, then it could which it, I, it could you, when we sit down and talk when we preview the schedule really in the summer, Pitt's gonna be a a win and you've got to make sure that it is. That's gonna be the is linchpin the right word? It might be Florida might be the linchpin game for you, assuming you win Pitt. But Pitt's gonna really determine how good of a year you have because it's gonna be a big win on your schedule. It's a power five out of con like it's, it's a lot of reasons that it, it's gonna be, I think, your probably your linchpin game. And it's a home and home. And it's a home. I love it. I would have loved to go to that game. If, if LSU wasn't this year, I think um, try to I think tra- traveling up Pittsburgh, Hansfield. Well, at least it's their home field. If you could call it that. I, I guess. mean, it's, it is their, <laughs> it is their home. It is their home stadium. Yeah. It's not their home. It's right. their stadium. They, that they rent play it. In. Yeah. They don't have equity. Yeah, no. That Navy play at uh, where the Ravens play. Don't they play there? If, if, it, if the Naval Academy can play in an NFL stadium, Pitt can. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's just like us. Like, is Nissan our? Nissan's our home away from home. Man. Yeah, I guess. What can you say, yeah, you know, I, I would love. Just don't to- screw us. If we get screwed again, I sw- like I, I'm never going back to Nashville for anything. They will never get another dime out of me. The whole city. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for a loss then now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I'm not a fan of Nashville. I I you know you always have fun there, but it's like I'd rather go. there's like ten other cities I'd rather go to. Yeah. Sure. It is what it is. Um, I'd love to see a home and home with Memphis. My last thing on this. Huh. I'd love I'd love to see that home and home be maybe a two and one. Two and I mean, I'm I'm sure. I, I always said when UCF got mad because I think it was Florida wouldn't wanted to schedule, they only wanted to do a two and one. I was all for it. You gotta accept where you're at. The fact that they're offering to come to you, meet them in the middle. Well, the the reason why BYU was kind of and I think Josh Heibel didn't want to play this game. It it, it meant nothing to him. I get. I mean, it, I get that, but it does look. I don't think Tennessee really. I think Tennessee maybe took the doubt. Yeah, for sure. But the the way I read, I, I BYU was going to have Arkansas and Tennessee, and then they're had then they're going to play in the Big Twelve. So yeah, it, it was going to be a tough schedule for them in their first year in the Big 12. Yeah, and I, so I mean I think Tennessee took the out, but I, I think I think it could have been a big game for Tennessee. I agree. I don't know. Whatever. It's weird talking about two years and <laughs> it is. Advance. I kind of like it. Kind of like how I'm already in football season mode thanks to Nick and Jimbo. <laughs> is Jimbo his real name? Jimothy? I don't know. Jim Bob? He just dropped the B? That'd be awesome. That would be the greatest thing ever. There's, it's got, it's got to be something else. It's just got to be like James. Family called it. his dad, dude. His dad. He talked about his dad smacked him for cheating. You know he's a Jimbo top guy. He could, it could be on the birth certificate. You don't know. You've no idea. Um, while Landon's looking up Jimbo's real name, which I, I don't even tell me. I love that I'm reading the note and I just noticed this. Um. That it, it says yeah, well, John at, James. John James, of course it is. Uh, <laughs> there is one point that like just just says Jimbo Beef because it says Nick and Jimbo Beef, mm. just Jimbo Beef. Jimbo Beef, yeah. 
if, if there's not a restaurant in College Station called Jimbo Beef and it's a steakhouse, I'm going to be really disappointed. When one was about to open in uh, Tallahassee and then he left, so they had to change the name. I think I would have called it Jimbo Beef still. That's <laughs> just a legendary name. I think Yield Steakhouse should rebrand. Or Jameis Crab Legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Jimbo Beef and every, like a special every Thursday night. Jameis' Jam, crab, crab Legs. Yeah. I love the beef. I think it's hilarious. I, lo- I love it too. I can't wait to really dive into it Sunday. I dude, I'm like, I'm just sick of Nick Saban being such a crybaby about everything. Why is he? Like, it's it's because dude, are him well, and Dabo just like so, the same person? I think I think okay, we're just gonna I, again my statement on it. This is the only thing I'll say about it tonight. I think Nick Saban's a scumbag. I don't think he's an idiot. Everything's yeah. calculated, but he's a scumbag. Yeah. I, I don't. Part of me thinks he didn't think that would maybe get out. I don't know what the what it was. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just I love the because like, Nate Oates is sitting there. He's just like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> well, he, he's probably like, dude, I got I saw three of your players play the facilities and freaking what are they driving Hellcats now? Like, yeah, <laughs> come on, brother, <laughs> scat packs everywhere. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I it's it's all time funny. It's good. Uh, I I think part of it is. I guess this isn't that what my only statement. I think part of it is I, I kind of believe this that Nick Saban wants the rest of the coaching profession to believe what he says. So when he's like the up tempo offense is bad for the game, we're not doing it. Well, what was he doing while he said that? He was scheming in the up tempo offense to and the the spread offense to his system. Yeah. So I think part of it is he wants people to do what he says. So if he says that, there's some young coach that does it the right way, whatever Nick Saban's the right way is. Is this what we were waiting on? The the first assistant to beat him to break him, <laughs> dude. That would be that would be awesome. So yeah, he's gotten two. I mean, yeah, I don't. But know. Jimbo was first. Yeah. Then he said. So since then, I, is it? Is it? Are we seeing the Should downfall of Nick Saban for another year? Oh God, no! <laughs> Jesus, no! We lost by forty five last year. See, like he's he's got people below him dumb enough to believe that the up tempo offense is death, like Jeremy Pruitt. Well, I just don't see how you like complain about a team like that, and you lost to him before that with like a third string quarterback. It's true. Well, without any of those players on campus. Well, and I just hate the the his big thing with collectives is he's like they're not allowed to entice you to come to the school with money, mm-hmm. or he's saying like he's saying that's the bad thing about it. I'm like, well, they're not supposed to. Right. So again, it goes into the whole thing. I've always said this, like about people who accuse others of cheating. If you know they're doing it, report them. It's that simple. Maybe, maybe Saban was trying to report them yesterday without calling the NCAA up and telling them, "Hey, this is going on." But that's not the way to do it. You look like a scumbag because he, he got super personal. He could have yeah, said, "I'm gonna have to hit this again before it goes dark on us." Sorry, guys. He could have said, "Like, um, you know, there's people in our league paying for players." Yeah. Which they would have been like, yeah, Alabama is. <laughs> exactly. So, like, he could have kept it, but he called out Texas A&M, and when you do that, there's repercussions. Yeah, and that's my favorite part is Jimbo's like, I don't know if he's ever been smacked. Well, it's clear because he came out today. He's like, I apologize. I should have never named names. Oh, he did say that. I didn't see this. He, so, he went on Sirius XM, someone's show on Sirius. I can't remember who's. And he had a whole thing. That was where he was talking about the collectives or – they're not supposed to like you saying their work, you know, the coach gets X amount of money. I'm like, they shouldn't know. That's the thing. Like Jimbo did the right thing by going, I have no idea what the collectives do. That's the way it's supposed to be. And that's why I don't understand the NCAA 
telling boosters they can't be involved. The boosters don't have a set of rules. Like when you when you donate money to the university, you aren't handed a compliance book. Mm-hmm. So it's not if if you allow NIL, you allow collectives, which I don't know how you disallow collectives. You allow it. You cannot police every booster. The school has a job to do. The athletic department has a job to do, and they have to stay out of compliance or stay in compliance. Excuse me. So I just don't understand what I don't even understand what they're trying to say. I don't get if, it. If if I'm a head coach and a collective is trying to tell me what I'm not. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to know. If they walk into the restaurant I'm eating at, I'm I'm walking out. <laughs> don't want to know. Are you kidding me? Do whatever you want. We got it. Hey, get yeah. in touch with them. They'll handle it. I'm I'm out. Right. And, and I'll, I will I said it today to a couple friends in a group text. I I don't. I I agree because I. Kids make dumb decisions. I mean, they're 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be, here's a million dollars or here's a hundred thousand dollars. You go to Alabama. Like they that shouldn't be allowed. I don't know how you police it. I don't, but I do think there should be you should be. I mean, first off, if, if we get into paying high school players, the same thing that happened with the NCAA is gonna happen. You can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. Like California's already doing it. I'm sure there's other states. I know California. I do think there should be a they're kids, they know like it's business decisions. They're having to make business decisions now. If I'm a t- if I am in Knoxville business and I offer you an NIL deal as a high schooler, there is a unspoken just agreement there. If I sign you to a one year deal, which I don't I don't think if it's a senior in high school you should be allowed to sign them to a four year deal, yeah. or you should have to honor that four year deal no matter where they go to school. Mm-hmm. But if I sign you to a one year deal, everyone that is involved should know that I'm a Tennessee fan. When you come into my bar or you come into my business, I've got jerseys hanging up everywhere. I've got <clears> you know radio shows coming you know that if you go to alabama or if you go to usc this nil deal is done and that i mean that's business yeah i agree i I just i just don't get how nick saban can sit there at sec media days and brag about he's a scumbag bryce young's deal and then get mad that he didn't know other teams are doing hey give him give him a break he didn't know recruits are gonna see that he had no idea (laughs) He didn't know ESPN would run a three-hour story on it. It's like, come on, dude. Show me, go to go to Bryce Young's personal Twitter, Instagram. Show me where the the, the seven figures is coming from. Yeah, I mean, Jimbo Shut Fisher up. was absolutely right when he said he's mad that he didn't get his way. It's absolutely right. That's like if he shouldn't have named names. He didn't name names. He named a name, and it was the team that finished above him. Yeah, he named a name. Yeah, he's a scumbag, dude. That's 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 that simple. Nick Saban, verified scumbag, verified little boy of the week. He gets it, and he stole. He he took it from the. He just stole it from A and M, who had it for like three weeks running. And, and he's the same jackass that was like, "Oh, players shouldn't be able to." He didn't want Brandon Kennedy to come to Tennessee because it was in conference. And oh. then he went when it when it benefited him. He was more than glad to take Henry Toa from us. A hundred percent. It's not what's best for college football. It's what's best for Nick Saban to win college football. Exactly. That's all Screw it is. Man. And, and I think I this is the downfall. Listen, dude, he's I'm he's not scared. I'm not saying he hadn't cheated. I'm not. Well, that's what doesn't make sense to me. He's been coaching. He's won. He won his first national championship in what? 2001, 2003, sometime in there. He has been dominating college football for two decades. And it's changed so much. Like, dude, you can adjust. Quit being a crybaby about it and just go win. Like he I, I think Nick Saban is come back. I think he's a good football coach. Yeah. Just go win. Like, who cares? You still get the top talent. Uh, it, I know. You still have a top five recruiting class. You still have the best quarter, a Heisman winning quarterback. Okay, right. 
it, it's like it's chill ridiculous. out. Sorry that you got beat in recruiting. It's fine. It happens. You got beat this year in the in the national Didn't, title by Stetson Bennett, which, which is a former walk on. Wasn't it's Georgia fine. the number one class last year? Yeah, <laughs> dude, what are we doing? And, I, listen, I, I know like Texas A M isn't the premier SEC program. But since I've been in the SEC, people talked about how they had a leg up being in Texas and all this. Why are we shocked and all the money they have? Why are we shocked that they're number one? Why is Nick Saban shocked that they're number one? Hey, guess what? They beat you last year. Yeah, SMD. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you can you can say, hey, they got a pretty hefty NIL deal. We also beat Alabama last year. Come to Texas A&M. That's a huge recruiting pitch. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't like it, don't lose. And Jimbo's a national ch- – I mean, what, say what you want about him as a coach and where he's at right now. He's a national championship winning coach too. Yeah. He, I mean, dude, he's he's got a resume too. Like, that's the thing. I I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Nick Saban's okay with I, – I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I, I think Nick Saban was okay with, like, the Kirby losing to Kirby because Kirby until this year couldn't get out of the Nick Saban protege. Like Nick Saban was always attached to Kirby smart and probably always will be Jimbo only really gets it brought up when he played Alabama. Yeah. It, it was only brought like it's brought up a lot more now because he's in the SEC. Right. But even then only when, only when they play. Yeah. But now, <laughs> now, oh, now it's on. And dude, I, I love, they, I, they I love mentioned they him back. Oh, phew. Loved it. They mentioned him in the interview being a mentor, and he's like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Bobby Bowden was my mentor, not Nick Saban. I learned Which what I'm like, okay, not so to do. you're definitely cheating. Yeah. He's like, I learned what not to do. I'm like, <laughs> what did okay. what did Swear you say about that? Free Shoes University? Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. I, I just I love mean, it. we all we all were thinking what Nick Saban was thinking, but it's also like what Jimbo said. He's like, we're not, you know, throwing darts at a glass house right uh, that well that's We're throwing a, darts with a glass house right yeah. well and that's the thing too is like for a college coach to say that publicly when you've, you've been around for two you've been around college for four, four decades you're 85 years old you should have been retired 20 years ago right you know how much cheating goes on you've been involved in cheating why why are we even acting like it's a big deal what are we doing yeah it's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. It's hilarious to me. Um, let, let's talk some commits real quick. Then we're going to get out of here. We're about to throw first pitch in Starkville. Um, oh, real quick. Uh, we going Luke Lipsius ball? Two old? Two run home run? Seth Stevenson on base? Started off. Oh, I, I think Seth Stevenson hits one up the middle for a single. That's how we get things going. After that, sure. Yeah. Right. Oppo again? Yeah. Oppo <laughs> taco, baby. Um, let, let's silence that crowd real quick. Oh, dude, they'll be they'll be grilling. They don't care. There's yeah. there's they're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tennessee did get a commit in basketball this week. Toby Awaka, he's a um, I don't I think he's rated like a three star or will be a three star. Um, not really rated on a bunch of sites yet, but six eight, two hundred forty pounds from Bronx, New York. He was an AAU teammate with current Vol Zakai Ziegler, so they were aware of each other and. Um, hey, we're landing a big man. That, that's yeah. you know, that's what we've asked for for, for a while now, and, and we finally land one. Won't help us this year, um, but we'll be in that class for next year. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard the term. I haven't watched, I haven't really watched much film on him or anything. Um, I've heard the term underrated. I don't know if that's just because he's a three star. So it's, I, I think he's very similar to 
the guys that are kind of late right. blooming in his recruitment. Which is interesting coming from like coming from Brooklyn. Um, it's just, it's just interesting, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, like you said, it's a big man. I'm excited. I think there's still a lot of work to do, and you you thankfully have the transfer portal this year and next year, but I'm still banking on our, our boys coming back. So yeah, for this year. Yeah, pumped up. Um, you could get another recruit in this class. DJ Jefferson will make his announcement tomorrow. Uh, four-star small forward, and uh, we'll see who he picks. Tennessee was in his top three with Washington State and somebody else. We also heard that Tennessee football could get some good news this weekend. We did. So I'm not gonna just eyeball emoji. All right, just eyeball emoji. I'm not gonna mention <laughs> it because I don't like being wrong. Um, not that I don't trust my guy, uh, but we're just going to wait and see. Could, could be tonight. Could, could he be waiting on some fireworks in Starkville first? Sorry, Maybe. Stark Vegas. <laughs> you, oh, almost, <laughs> almost, gave dropped it away. The, almost, almost gave it away. I mean, they've got people have got to know who we're talking about. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I was a little shocked. It was going to come in this I'm early. Sure he's a baseball fan. Tony Vitello called him and was like, listen, first bomb's <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> You commit, we'll let you throw the first pitch. <laughs> I wonder what the rules are. That how come we haven't got a Nico first pitch? Is that against the rules? They bring, don't they put the jumbotron on him and stuff? I mean, come on, what's the big deal? Hand him a baseball. Yeah, he's just a streaker on the field that we didn't <laughs> act on, right? <laughs> don't give ball fans any ideas. <laughs> Golly, oh, that would be. Uh, I'm shocked Tennessee hasn't hadn't had as many with how many i think that shows you how much tennessee fans love football there's not a lot of tennessee fans that are willing to get kicked out of the game yeah for streaking because you go home you don't get to even you don't it's not like you sit under the stadium and get to actually i think if if they told me that you just had to sit in the paddy wagon for the rest of the game i think i'd, I'd be willing to do it you'd hear you know what's going on mm -hmm. i don't know whatever god i can't wait to storm the field one <laughs> do you have a stupidity besides uh jimbo beef um i <laughs> You know, I don't. That's been my big. I, I needed to look because I was all my attention was on that. I know. So. I did find the. Um, I did find this picture. It's the uh, you guys can't see. It's Brad Calipari, the oh earn not given tattoo. Um, I found that this week and I love it so much. So, yeah, um, we'll go with that. Even though it's you know, yeah, not. I don't really have any other than that. That was a big one. Yeah, that's dude, that was just that's hilarious to me. Yeah, it'll never not make me laugh. Ever. I do have uh Spencer Din Dinwiddie. This could be the most important, but I'm gonna say it's in the stupidity because I don't know why this is in a contract. <laughs> As a dollar bonus in his contract if the Mavs win the title. One dollar. <laughs> well, they're not gonna win the title, so uh, yeah, that's true. Celtics? But I'm like, where where did that come into negotiations like you, that has to be a joke right like he's like that'd be funny wouldn't it yeah what's the salary maybe it wouldn't be that funny <laughs> it's probably i'd say it's better than ours <laughs> fair point fair point um i we, we're running out of time i'm just going to mention the new ncaa rule real quick we can talk about it more on sunday um, so the NCAA did is going to allow i don't know is it because of covid like did they address that it's because of transfers and covid or did um, they just not even say why wow, they're just going to do it? Because it's the next two years. I, I didn't really read it other than like what they were like. Okay. Kind of announced it as. And, and it might turn in maybe past the next two years and maybe kind of more of an experimental thing. But the next two years, they're going to allow, um, 
I guess it's unlimited signings in your class, but you still have the 85 scholarship limit. So let's say you lose 25, you can add up to how, you know, whatever it, so you'd only be allowed if you had 25 scholarships available, then you can only sign 25 guys, but it, it's whatever's available. You can sign. And bring yeah. In. Yeah. I think it's big because, you know, Tennessee could have used that, you know, when they mm -hmm. lost all those people after a coaching, after a coach leaves, a whole staff leaves, right. you get kind of picked apart by the portal. I think this is supposed to kind of help that. Yeah. I think it's going to be more, it's not going to be as many, I don't think you'll see as many freshman signings. It's going to be a lot more portal signings. Yeah. Cause I mean, freshmen, like there's only, there are there's only so many freshmen and, Teams in the SEC, it may help smaller leagues. Teams in the SEC aren't just going to take a guy because they have a spot. Yeah. So I think most of them will try to get to 25, and then, like, they don't have to save a spot for a portal guy. Right. You know, they can go and, and, and hammer the portal if they want to also. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> so uh, I think it just helps Tennessee, other SEC teams in the portal. Um, I mean, I'm sure Nick Saban will have something to complain about, but I, I, I think it's good for everybody. Yep. Let's so. get to baseball. Baseball guys, uh, we're gonna send you guys to Starkville from here. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I wish I knew their announcers' names. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, we're, we're sending it to you, um, John Wilkerson. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good one. All right, John, we're sending it to you <laughs> yeah. from, from Landon's house. Yeah, uh, appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back Sunday. We'll get into some more Jimbo beef. Um, we'll, we'll talk more NCAA rules and changes there. We might be talking about another change too. Eleven point seven, maybe going away. Hate it for the podcast. It's a great name, but yeah, it is good what it for is. Tennessee. Yeah, hopefully you get a sweep. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.